This is a CBC Podcast. Hi there, it's Pia, and every Wednesday, we're bringing you a bonus podcast. One handpicked story from the week's round of the Sunday magazine that we think is definitely worth hearing or hearing again. Of course, you can hear all of our stories on the full podcast that we put out on Sunday and on the CBC Listen app. All right, here's this week's highlight. We have reached the part of the show that will be, hmm, I guess it just all depends how it goes. It might just be a fun pastime that's not about competition at all. Or a nightmare. Or a nightmare. Yep. One or the other. Let's see which one it is. It is time to play That's Puzzling. Every month I take on a CBC colleague. You just heard his voice, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. But he is the man with nightmares. And I also take on a super smart listener in a series of word puzzles. Will we conquer those challenges? Will we vanquish our foes? Will we be able to sleep at night? Whoo, I'm a woman of a certain age. I ain't sleeping at night very well anytime. This also depends on our vaguely evil puzzle master, Peter Brown. Hello, Peter. Too much information? I know. Hello, PR. Are you ready for some more puzzle-inspired insomnia? <laughs> this is what keeps me up at night. Oh my gosh, am I gonna? How am I gonna do it? That's puzzling. Can I just say before we reveal the CBC mystery guest, um, I've never been so terrified of one of my CBC colleagues in the that's puzzling ring because we work in words, Peter. As you know, that is the currency of journalism. Mm-hmm. But this guy, wordsmith. Let me just paint a quick picture of him. He walks around the CBC reading a book all the time while walking in front of his face. That's why he's so great at what he does. He's also super strange, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, it's those two things. I can walk without looking and I'm a weirdo. (laughs) Yeah, I would call him a word slinger. I imagine him walking around with two books on holsters ready to sling (laughs) some puns. Yeah, they're both like those bathroom joke readers, though, so it's not like... (laughs) Let's introduce him. He is the co-host of As It Happens, the show's co-writer, creator of the show's legendary puns. It is none other than Chris Howden. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello, (laughs) Peter. Hello, Pia. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. Did you want... I want a pun. That's what the people want. If they're not, I am not your performing monkey. All right. No, actually, I mean, I usually... It's it's a long and grueling (laughs) process to to spit those things out. Hours and hours daily. Mm -hmm. Chris, after those hours and hours of coming up with puns and turns of phrase... Uh, do you get into puzzles in your off time or do you have to switch mental gears and watch, I don't know, professional wrestling or reality TV or something? Well, I do. Actually, I got the wordle in two today, everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. So I almost didn't show up having already scored a massive, a massive moral victory. Um, yeah, so I do the wordle. I do all the, basically all the, uh, New York times word games. I used to play words with friends until that got, um, 
it got a little hairy. It became a problem. I would never, and I love playing Scrabble. I, I don't think I would ever play with Chris Howden. I think he would just, I, he would be, lay down these words, Peter, that like I wouldn't know and most people probably wouldn't know. And then he'd like let you challenge them and then I'd lose my turn. It would be bad. I feel like mm. I'm scared. That's all I'm saying. You You needn't be because first of all, I'm not that great at Scrabble. And secondly, I collapse under pressure. <laughs> Great for a yeah. broadcaster. So, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I do all the shows from under the desk. You have lowered the expectations, Chris. Well done. Thank you. Our third player qualified for today's game by entering our That's Puzzling Listener Challenge. We ask you to invent a new word to describe the neighbor who shovels their sidewalk right up to your property line and not one inch further. Shovels their sidewalk right up to the property line, not an inch further. The winning word is? Snobsessives. Snobsessives <laughs> or snobsessives. The listener who submitted that word is Nikki Reclitas in Ottawa. Hello, Nikki. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am well, thanks. Uh, first of all, brilliant and useful word. I'm happy to say that my neighbors in Edmonton are not snobsessives. Is this something you have actually dealt with? Yeah, to an extent. I spent six years in the beautiful city of St. Catharines, which is known as the Garden City, where I went to medical school and did my residency. And people in St. Catharines are very, very serious about their lawns. Um, they bring their game. And I had wonderful neighbors who were meticulous about how they maintain their lawns and their driveways. So it came to me pretty quickly when I heard your riddle. Notice, Peter, notice, Peter. She's talking about the good people of St. Catherine. She now lives in Ottawa and has left them <laughs> out by omission. So I don't know what Nikki's saying there. Right. <laughs> I got my first job out of residency in Ottawa, and Ottawa is my hometown. So that's why I'm here now, where there's a lot more snow to be obsessive about. Chris, Pia, any thoughts on snobsessive? Yeah, I think I like the um, double pronunciation that you could say snob. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm from Saskatchewan. There's been no snow in Toronto. There's a little bit falling falling these last couple of days, but or maybe a little bit more than a little bit, but we use snowblowers. <laughs> and if you and, and in fact, Peter, you're also from Saskatchewan. Even in yep. Toronto, and Toronto people don't like this, so I'm gonna admit something. We have a snowblower. And my husband does our whole court, and he is the hero of the street. So no one has to decide how far they're shoveling because my husband does the whole street hero wow you married up <laughs> That's nice. that was a condition of who i was going to end up with like are do you have a snowblower because i'm from saskatchewan right. first thing <laughs> chris are we admiring the wordplay yeah uh, yeah it's uh that would definitely pass on our show i think ah. um and is superior to most things that uh, i come up with daily <laughs> that go on the radio yeah. so so players we have established you are all accomplished you are all nervous. You have all raised and lowered the expectations. Chris, Nikki, Pia, let's play That's Puzzling. We start today with a definition challenge. I'm going to give you a word and three possible definitions. Two of those definitions are real. One I have made up. Your challenge is to spot the lie. Again, two are real. One is fake. Spot the fake for one point. Now, I tried to make this one timely. It has been a few days now since we marked the most romantic slash cynically commercial day of the year, Valentine's Day. So I have a word that is <laughs> Valentine's adjacent. It's love adjacent. The word is luff. 
L-U-F-F, as in the throw pillows that say Liff Laugh Luff. Uh, also the noise, the noise your dog makes when they're sleeping. Luff, luff. So here are three definitions of the word luff. Which is the fake? Is it in construction to lift an object using the jib of a crane? Is it in sailing to turn into the wind? Or is luff a kind of creeping thistle found in Germany and other parts of Western Europe? So your options are the crane lifting, the sailboat turning into the wind, or the German thistle, which is not a definition of the word luff. Nikki, we will turn to you first. Any thoughts? Yeah, my uh, to be honest, my first thought is luff is adjacent to the word bluff, which mm. makes me think, sort of makes me think of a high, sharp cliff, which makes me think of turn into the wind. So you think that is a real one? That's my first thought. Yes. Okay. We're looking for the one you think is not real. You've got the crane lifting, you've got turning into the wind, or you've got the creeping thistle in Germany and throughout Europe, which is not real. I would say construction is not real. Okay. Nikki thinks it is option A. Pia, what do you think? Hmm. 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 Yeah, I'm, this one uh, baffles me. First of all, I just want to say those live, laugh, luff pillows are the ones you get on discount at like the dollar store. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> the they misspell luff on there too. <laughs> um, okay, so I think like in construction, the crane, like I luffed it up. Like that sounds like a weird luff thing. Luff it. Hey. hey, that sounds weird to me. But sailing, like turn luff, is that like turn left? But you don't turn <laughs> left in a boat. Like that's not how you talk about things. Oh, creeping thistle. That just like in Germany, that. That sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like Peter Brown's just like, oh, I'll pick Germany because I'm thinking of Germany and to throw Pia, which is what he often does. All that says, I feel like the fake is, oh, God, I don't know. I'm totally going. Nikki chose the construction one. I'm going to choose... I'm going to, you know, she's a family doctor. God bless the family doctors in this country, by the way. Thanks for doing all the good work that you do. Amen. You're overworked and all those things. Uh, so I'm going to go with my family doctor. I have one, Nikki. I'm not trying to ask you to be my family doctor. <laughs> no, I'm, glad you? You. I'm, I'm glad you do. <laughs> I'm going with Nikki. I'm saying construction is a fake. Chris, we have two votes for the construction not being the real definition of luff. What do you think? Well, I know from my time on the... Uh, borrowing the CBC yachts here um, <laughs> in Toronto, that luff is in fact a sailing term. Uh, so at least, at least, I'm quite certain that it is. I was below decks most of the time, um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I heard someone say that. I and then see my thinking is that there is a jib on a sailboat, is my understanding. So I'm wondering if there's some kind of connection with the construction. So, unless you threw that into, uh, you threw everything in to misguide me. So, I'm just going to go with my, my gut on that one. So, I am going to guess that it is the creeping thistle in Germany, partly because, as Pia pointed out, of that slightly suspicious detail. Specific detail, yeah. The, the Germanicism was indeed a head fake. The fake is the creeping thistle. Whoa! Yes. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so let's review the score. Uh, Chris Houghton has won. Pia has not scored. Nikki has not scored. But God bless her is a family physician. Yeah. 
God bless Nikki. <laughs> so the score is one for Chris, and that's all the scoring for our second round today. We are playing a game called Monster Mashups. I have taken two words or phrases that have at least a syllable in common and mashed them together. So, for instance, if I asked you to mash up a term for directly with the word for purse, the answer would be first handbag. Directly is first hand, purse is handbag, so you get first handbag. Hints are available. Pia! You're up first. Your challenge is take a phrase for what we'll be marking at the end of this month, that thing, what we'll be marking at the end of this month, mash it up with AirPods. AirPods. Okay, so it's February. The end of this month, collectively, we will be marking a leap year. AirPods, leap year. AirPods are headphones. Um, earphones, leap earphones. Very close. Not quite. Oh. Ear, not quite earphones. Earbuds, leap not earbuds. The, that is correct. P. Oh nice. come on, that, earphones. I guess we don't call them we don't, headphones. Yeah, we don't, yeah. it sounded so good. Ear, I'm calling them earphones. So Pia is on the board. We turn now to Nikki. Nikki, yes. mash up a word for payment and a word for clothes. C-L-O-T-H-E-S, a word for payment and a word for clothes. And you can get a hint if you want. Any thoughts? Uh, my first thought for payment is a check. And my first thought for clothes is threads or mm. duds. Um, can I have a clue for payment, please? Yes. Payment as in Payment you would offer for finding a lost pet. Okay, so re-wardrobe. Exactly right, yep. Nikki. Very good. I like the clear, quick decision-making. Very well done. Chris, our final mashup of this round goes to you. Your challenge is mash up a collection of photos and mementos. Collection of photos and mementos with a person who takes bets. Okay. Person who takes bets would be a bookie. Um, so now I just have to figure out the first part, a collection of photos and mementos. I mean, that's my guess about, about bookies. I don't, I don't know any, um, (laughs) (laughs) this is also my assumed name because of uh, (laughs) past experience. Um, I probably shouldn't be on the radio right now. Uh, okay, I'm uh, I'm going to need a clue, Peter, on collection of photos and mementos. Yeah, um, it starts out blank and you fill the pages with keepsakes, or it starts out empty and you fill the pages with keepsakes. Right, right. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, no, I am stuck on this one, Nikki. Are you making I got this one noises? I have a thought. I think <laughs> I'm gonna have to give. I, I'm gonna give this one away if if you can get it. Scrapbooky. That is correct. Nikki gets nice, the points. Nice work. I, yeah, I'm a little disappointed Scrap in myself. Scrapbooky. I was stuck. You know, I wouldn't have gotten that. I was stuck with album and then yeah, album that's, bookie. Yeah, yeah, that was my problem too. Scrapbooky. That's good, Nikki. Well, I got it because you got you got bookie right away, mm-hmm. which well, I don't think I no would reason. have gotten that right away. <laughs> <laughs> Just Oof. as long as we landed at the right answer. So the score there right now, anyone can still win, but Nikki is in the lead. Nikki has four points. Pia has two. And Chris has won. Losing to Pia. I feel like 
like you gave up too easily on that one, Howard. I may have. I this is a uh, as I said, folding under pressure. This is a <laughs> this is a Howden move, classic Howden move. <laughs> like I don't care. I'm done. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I didn't get it immediately. I'm out. Okay. We turn now to our final round of monster mashups. These puzzles will involve pop culture, actors, singers, movies, etc. These are worth two points. Hints are available. These are audio clues. We will start with Chris, who I still believe in. Thank you. Chris, this challenge involves two movies from 2023. We are challenging you to mash up this controversial film with a song from a re-released concert film. So first we want the film, then we want the song, the movie and the song. Here is your audio clue. You all right? Yeah, I've got a flat tire. Take my bike. Hey, that is so kind. Thank you. I'm sorry I don't know your name. I'm uh, I'm Felix. Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver, I love you. I love yeah. I love you. All right, cheers, Ollie. Well, uh, I immediately got your clue about the re-released concert film because I saw this and, and I highly recommend mm-hmm. to everyone that if you get a chance to go to the cinema and watch Stop Making Sense, uh, the Talking Heads movie, I, I, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's phenomenal. Um, and they've done something to the sound and whatever. So it's, uh, it's pretty mind-blowing. Uh, the controversial uh, movie is um, Saltburn. Ooh. And so the answer to your question is salt burning down the house. Wow. Absolutely cool. right, Chris. So Chris gets the point there. We turn now to Pia, who is in second place. Pia, you're going to mash up the names of these two actors. Ugh. The first is a Scottish actor in a major sci-fi franchise. The second oh. is in the movie To Kill a Mockingbird. We're looking for the names of these two actors. Here we go. There's more to life than your farm, Owen. He needs to see that. There's a whole galaxy out there. I'm asking you to leave us alone, Ben. It's my responsibility, Owen. Well, I'm his uncle. We talked about this. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? To begin with, this case should never have come to trial. The state has not produced one iota of medical evidence that the crime Tom Robinson is charged with never took place. Oh, here's here's the peek behind the curtain of Pia's brain. I um, am really bad with actors' names and song titles, so this is like hard for me. I know that's Atticus Fitch in mm-hmm. uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. I think it was played by Gregory Peck. Is that right? I think that's right. Um, and then so the. First Scottish sci-fi franchise. I don't know. Is there a what's a Scottish Scottish actor no, in just, a sci-fi exactly. franchise? Exactly. <laughs> I don't okay. think there's any specifically specifically Scottish franchise. There probably is. <laughs> there, there may Sub-genre, be genre Scottish offense, sci-fi. Send us an email. Okay, so something Greg, something Gregory. It has to match up with mash up with that. Oh God, Sir Gregory. <laughs> oh God, P- uh, it the, might P- the mashup Peter. might be more than one syllable, Pia. Oh, okay. So I'm going to take the hint for that first part because I definitely don't know that. Um, the actor in the Scottish, the Scottish actor in sci-fi franchise. 
Yeah, so he he's playing the young Obi Wan Kenobi on the TV series. Oh, oh, that's that you and McGregor, you and McGregor Peck, Gregory Peck, you and McGregory Peck. That is correct, and I will not deduct points for the accent. Oh my god, that's a terrible. That's the other thing I'm really bad at. Terrible accents and offensive, frankly. And I'm sorry to my Scottish friends. So Mickey's about to get the last question. Chris has three points. Pia has Mm. four. Nikki has four. Whoever gets this will be the winner. But uh, Nikki will get first chance at it. This mashup involves two A-list movie stars. She has been in two gigantic franchises and won an Oscar. He is a big star. And what we're about to hear is one of his most famous movie moments. So she has been in a couple big franchises. He is a big star in one of his biggest moments. Who are these actors for the win, Nikki? I want you to remember something. Because a lot of times people get nice things and they start to think differently. We got here from hard work, patience, and humility. So I want to tell you, don't ever think that the world owes you anything, because it doesn't. You take the blue pill, the story ends, you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Is that ringing any bells, Nikki? The second set, like sort of the second piece reminds me of a scene in The Matrix. And I think in The Matrix, we had uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I honestly am not getting sort of anything come to mind from the first clip, though. Would you like a hint about this, uh, Nikki? Uh, Yes, please. So this actress was in X-Men and also starred in another huge trilogy based on books for young adults. Oh, is it Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne? Yes, it is, Nikki. (gasps) Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. We both had it in here. We Uh, we were rooting for you, but we also were not. We were. We're really happy for you. (laughs) I could feel the tension here in Edmonton. Nikki... You've probably never faced this kind of pressure in your life. <laughs> never, never. No, this is this was something else. So I hope you get you get on the blood pressure cuff soon. See how you're doing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I better stay away from it right now. You know how people get the white coat hypertension. People also get the that's puzzling hypertension. So don't yes. trust Very your true. blood pressure reading right now. Uh, yes, Chris. Thank you so much. You were within a hair, as was Pia. If Nikki had faltered. You two were waiting to pounce and claim the prize. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for the opportunity. I'll come back anytime. Um, and uh, it's been uh, largely a pleasure, except for the parts <laughs> where I failed. Listen, I, you know, my favorite thing about Nikki's victory, and again, everyone has her own way of like celebrating victory. She was so like, I'm going to just say doctor, like like a big moment happened. Like you won that's puzzling. It's pretty big that's in true. terms of life accomplishments. She delivered some bad news <laughs> and, to both of us yep, and, and we both left the office keeled. feeling okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice even bedside keeled. manner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, thank you so much for taking your time out from, from your important life-changing work. It was a delight to have you and congratulations. 
Thank you so much. Uh, I had so much fun. I, my work is really important to me, but it's not often that I can describe it as fun. And I want to go back to school and learn about broadcasting, but uh, my partner Dave won't let me. So um, <laughs> thank you. It just Dave. seems like so much fun. But yes, thanks, for, thanks for the good time. Listen, Nikki, you learned everything you need to know by, about broadcasting by playing That's Puzzling. That's, that's it. That's, that's just true. the whole thing. You now game. know more than I do. <laughs> It's been so, so much fun. Thank you so much. Thanks, Nikki. Take good care. That was easily the most nail-biting round we've played so far because it was clear everyone was standing by. Thank you, players. Thank you, Pia, Nikki, Chris, and thank you for playing at home. And that is That's Puzzling. And as always, Mr. Peter Brown, thank you for making up the puzzles, for stumping us, or at least trying to. Did okay this time, my friend. I think it'll be harder next time. My radio listening friends, we play That's Puzzling every month. And if you would like to throw your hat into the ring to play along on air for next month's edition, we're asking you to invent a word. So we're looking for a made-up word that describes the following. Realizing you care about the Oscars even though you haven't seen any of the movies. That would be me this year. Realizing you care about the Oscars even though you have not seen any of the movies you can email your made-up word to sunday at cbc.ca please put that's puzzling in the subject line and please include your phone number you have until the end of february 25th that is next sunday to put your word in contention and the winner will play in march and win a fantastic prize nikki chose the notebook so you can get one of those the sunday magazine notebook or you could take home a sunday magazine coffee mug you can find all the stories we bring you each week on the sunday magazine over on our website cbc.ca slash sunday i'm pia chattapadai thank you for lending us your ear and we'll talk to you again on sunday For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.